Hello, people. Welcome to another podcast with Buzz. I have Sudeshna with me and all the authors Hello. of Shark Week. Hello. Hello. Uh, so, you could quickly introduce yourself, starting with Sudeshna. It would be really good. Starting with me, I am the yeah. first official reviewer of Shark Week. <laughs> ana a, okay, yeah. alphabetically. Let's put this in an alphabetical order. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I am Anna and I'm talking to you from the sunny, very sunny, way too sunny Spain. Uh, we have about 37 degrees at, at this time. And yeah, I've, um, I'm not... Um, I don't really know what to say I am. I love writing, but I also am doing consulting, I'm doing sales, I'm doing marketing, all sorts of things. So, yeah, that's me. And it was uh, great to meet this uh, team of, um, of writers that, uh, that I'm doing things with. Fantastic. Yep. I'm Binati Shade. I'm from a hotter, drier, no beach, deserty version of Spain, which is referred to as Gujarat, <laughs> India. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I mean, uh, I think everyone here knows each other very well, and uh, pretty sure the listeners could find literally a lot of information about us if, we, if they just do a sneaky Google of our name. So, so, so I'm you to that. Yeah. If you want to gauge the level of nerddom that is coming to you, just Google us. <laughs> you will know, like you will know. You will not be prepared, but then you should know. Oh, God. Take it ahead. Like the, the rubbernecking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, I think that means that it's me next, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> I am um, an independent researcher who got published during lockdown, epic um. achievement. Um, also an author, but in my area of expertise. Um, but yeah, lockdown did something and sparked the writing passion in a way like no other. And then I had a crazy idea and I pitched it to some other crazy people who crazily agreed to come on board. And yeah, here we are with Shark Week and Infinite Shades of Love, which is out on the 8th of the 8th. Yeah, SB, your turn. So I'm SB Christopher. I am a aspiring and budding comedian. I'm not very good, but I'm trying. I'm an author and I'm a personal injury attorney from Rhode Island, USA. So if anybody happens to visit our fine shores and gets into a car accident, I'm your guy. 
<laughs> to join the do you, do you set up the car accidents? I can't discuss that publicly, but, but yeah. <laughs> at every opportunity that I possibly can. And I decided to join this exceptional group of brilliant women because I feel this level of insight, of wit, of intelligence needs a really stupid Y chromosome to balance it all out. <laughs> so here we are. We answered one of the questions on our list. So tell us, how did this happen? I mean, uh, how did you guys uh, start interacting and how did this book come into existence? LinkedIn. No one word answers allowed. <laughs> I'm restraining myself uh, because I'm a blabberer. So I, I'll let somebody else answer. A lot of LinkedIn. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to edit work. this part out later, but let's just decide on an order. You guys can all answer the question, but we'll, we'll decide on an order. If you want to do alphabetically, let's do that. I but everybody needs answer. to answer. I'm good. I'm good. They can answer. <laughs> I, I, I think Panati should go first on all the answers. What do you think? Yeah. That would, that would cause this interview to drag on for four hours. <laughs> and, and? As somebody who has edited a video with Binati, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I'm showing restraint on this one, like especially for you, Anesha. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like the first time I was editing our video, I think I kept texting her saying that, oh my God, we are going on talking. Why are we talking so much? <laughs> and you wrote back to me saying, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sudeshna, back to you, the question. Throw the question out again. <laughs> yes, so how did this book happen? I mean, there has to be an interesting story to this, right? Yeah. Yeah. There, There is an interesting story. The interesting mm -hmm. story goes as follows. We met each other on LinkedIn on mm -hmm. uh, wellness Zoom of sorts. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, there's this fabulous lady called Miriam Macmillan, and uh, I mm -hmm. probably mispronounced her name. I apologize if I did. I'm going no, to, uh, that's right. Uh, oh yes. Okay. So she started a wellness uh, Zoom session, which uh, mm -hmm. I think, at least for me, I, I I skeptically joined it, and I have not left it since because it 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 it, it is the most fabulous group you can be a part of. Uh, yeah. There were so many laughs, there were so many cries, and in one of such uh, laugh cry session, uh, some uh, we were we were waiting for one of our members to come back on Zoom, and some period stories were discussed. And mm -hmm. uh, then Mel had you have read the book, so Mel has explained the epiphany mm -hmm. that she had, and uh, yeah. combine that with the stories that were shared on Zoom. Mel was like, "Oh, this needs to be a book." And uh, we were all like, yes, it needs to be a book. And that's how it has happened. Okay. And why 555? Five, five, five. Was it a magic number? 555. No. Five, five. That's it? Uh -huh. I, think, I think four were explained within the book and one will never be explained ever. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Mystery. 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 Easter egg. Mystery. 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 Oh, Easter egg. Um, um, yeah. to, to tip my hat to Miri, um, one, the new co-author of um, Infinite Shades of Love, um, you say Easter egg, so I'm going to say this for her. Green egg, no ham. That's an Easter and egg. I can do nothing, egg. and I don't even care. Yeah. It was like the Easter eggs that were given to me when I was a kid. They'd have me running all over the house, and I couldn't find them, and then I'd just get upset and throw something against the wall, and then Easter would be canceled. <laughs> That, in essence, defines the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe right there. You have nerds <laughs> looking for Easter eggs. They find them. They go on YouTube, and then the movie comes out, and all that was for nothing. No, it was, no, no. You don't understand, Bernati. You do not understand. Do DC not speak forever. to things that you do not know. DC, DC, DC. <laughs> No, except for Aquaman. <gasps> I haven't received an Aquaman gift in forever. You know what I love about Mel? Mel takes the opportunity in an interview about one book to drop Easter eggs for another book that nobody knows about. <laughs> <laughs> what can I oh, say? That's amazing marketing right there. Okay, <laughs> my sidetracks all the time, as you will see within my writing within both of these books. No story is linear and no conversation is either. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. That 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 should be a book. Sorry, not sorry. A com a, a compilation. Okay, add it to our list. Add it. Add it. That, that is, yeah, that that is, is title no I love it. It's taking minutes hmm. now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, coming back to the interview, the next question that I want to ask all of you is, you pulled off writing an entire book in five days. Now, being an author, I know how hard that is. I have done both. I have so stayed hard. up all night to finish a book and I have also dragged it for three months. So, who was the one who actually committed to the timeline and who slacked off and who had to be reminded that there is a timeline you have to give me the book? Everybody committed to it. Everybody delivered. Yes, there were some moments of having to poke certain people. Oh, oh hell yes. Behave yourself. <laughs> the guy that you that got poked the most has made the comment. <laughs> uh, I don't even care. Hashtag no regrets. <laughs> um, no, yeah. actually, to no, be honest, yeah, they were all on go. time. Yep. Yeah, yeah like we we literally we had this this conversation, didn't we, Bernati, about yeah. how statistically this wasn't supposed to no happen. No way. Yeah, it could never have happened. But the incredible people that we connected with, and you know, the we are no big mm -hmm. head. Yeah, <laughs> um, we pulled it off. We yeah. Of course we, we did. It. And, and one, one, it one of the people, like, one of us was a first-time author in every shape. Yeah. 
uh, of and form of the word. Like uh, the rest of us, we, uh, I, I mean, ASB and Mill have uh, books out, but uh, me, Anna, and uh, Shanti, uh, we didn't have books out per se. But at least me and Anna had experience writing. Uh, as in, I'm a freelance writer. Anna does a lot of amazing blogs and posts and stuff like that. And uh, we had dipped up in, so to speak. But with Shanti, it was like that one surprised me the most. Yeah, absolutely. She delivered the determination. Just yeah, wow. It was yeah. it was awe inspiring. Yeah. Like to be able to contribute to your first work of writing ever. Which happens yep. to be a book in five days. Like, and that has you know to be what, what the biggest thing for me has been with her has been her saying, like, why me? Why make me a first time author and stuff? And the thing yeah. was, with each person who said yes to the concept, um, you know, the obvious people said yes, mm. and it was like, yay. Um, but when she said yes, it was like, you know, um, not the closeness of connection that we have now, but there was just this like gut knowing that, yeah, she was part of it and she would contribute some amazing stuff. And yeah, I was proven right. As I always am. Yeah, she's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love her. Her love story. Um, is in the next book, Infinite Shades of Love, out on Saturday, the 8th of August, 2020. I will keep dropping this in throughout the interview. Because, yeah, there's more of us. If you love us, there's more to be had for six ninety nine. Yeah, that's a good one to get to all of <laughs> And it's not like, it's not a pay-per-view either. You get us for life. That's right. One time fee. <laughs> so, <clears throat> coming back to the interview again, um, <laughs> what, how, what was everyone's reaction when SB went, like, I want to be included in this book. I want to write stories about periods. What was your reaction, first reaction? I, I wrote about my reaction. That is in the book. Buy it, and you will find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell us. Oh. oh, how can I tease it? Hmm. Uh, well, basically, he is a master trickster, and he wormed his way in in mm. a very intellectual way that took me legitimately half an hour for my brain to finally actually process and be like you tricked me what the <laughs> hell but then be so blown away by like how awesome that contribution would be having that perspective i was just like fine i just bow down to your awesomeness you're in whatever <laughs> Yes, yeah. and we love the footnotes that you left on. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 Benati, Benati, tease, tease the next book. Tease our secret that we have for the next book. It's supposed to be a secret, like, literally. Yeah, I know, like, but, tease like... the secret, seriously? <laughs> that is, that is... <laughs> okay, okay. Sentence. 
but yeah okay so uh, me and mel uh, essentially the comments uh, came from the editors which uh, were me and mel for the first book and uh, which uh, will be me and mel for the second the book that's coming on 8th august 2020 as well and uh, what we planned was uh, is actually uh, we are going to do a secret sneak that none of the other authors know about into the book and it is going to go as an additional chapter at the end of the book and it is going to have to very very rational uh, to very very uh, uh, liable to go on tangents types women talk about love and all the stories of love that have been mentioned in the book so i mean and, i think and, that's do you know what do you know what we add in our slithery snakiness into it because basically this bonus chapter is self promo for the book that me and binati are going to be co-writing about love <laughs> and philosophizing the fuck out of it and ripping to shreds all the greatest love stories not all of them i think that from binati but i didn't expect that from you though why I don't know. I mean, I, I get a different oh, vibe from you. Oh, Sudeshna, Just, just buy, buy infinite shades of love and read House of Slytherin, and you will, yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it all. All right, I'll wait for it. Awesome. First sale from our number one fan. That's like. <laughs> Yeah. A few, a few pence each in monetary, like compensation. Yeah, but, and well. and and we are nice. Uh, nice is the wrong word, but we are so grateful actually for the yes. love that has uh, come from uh, this amazing uh, team uh, at Buzz. Uh, in the sense that you guys actually read the book, you guys actually took the time to you know let us know uh, what the book meant uh, to you. so yeah we had to do a, a little easter egg a little mention uh, of you in the book about love because we really really loved uh, uh, the way you guys uh, appreciated our book and appreciated yeah. the thought that went into the book yeah i think the the whole thing was um what was it i can't even remember who it was i think it was you binati you spoke to some kind of marketer or something to do with the book and they were tr- like trotting off all this bullshit about um you need to define your audience and the whole concept within us yeah. was like there is no audience it's literally anybody who is in that frame of mind to read those stories and just like really go there in the glory mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. learn and sit there and whatever so it it's not about a target audience about you know a certain amount of sales it's about the actual um impact human experience um, yeah. yeah exactly no ulterior motive just yeah sharing all parts of humanity i guess mhm hopefully and not too many parts uh, children's program <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Was it difficult writing about um, these emotions? 
um, these occurrences, these situations that you have faced on a very personal level to come out and share that with the audience. How difficult was that? Not difficult for me because uh, I, I, I have, uh, I mean, at some no, point. I have a story about who, Binati. What? Yeah, I was told. I don't get why people are so like you know so uh, judgmental about poop and pee. Like that's poop, no. pee, farts. Everybody poops. Everybody we farts. And everybody you don't have to worry about the emotional part of things. That's what I meant. Ah uh, no no, but but like still, uh, I am mm. very vocal about experiences that I've had, good and the bad. And it, it wasn't always the case because I was taught to not talk about certain things because of propriety or whatever. And uh, it, it, it took uh, me to realize that whatever this definer of propriety is, like we don't know who came up with all that crap logic, right? And we all feel yeah. things and, and, and in the giant scheme of things, no matter hmm. where we are, who we are, what country we are from, nationality, gender, whatever it is, we all have feelings. That's the one thing that we have in common. And there would be yeah. someone out there who has had some shit experience. No pun definitely intended. Mm. Uh, just <laughs> as you have had, right? And mm. uh, if, if, if some of us don't speak about these things, what happens mm. is you feel this terrifying sort of loneliness in your experience you're like holy shit how could this happen to me as an adult or how could this you know be a part mm -hmm. of my life or whatever and uh, I don't want that because I was on the receiving end of feeling like that and that shouldn't be how a person feels about something yeah. as common as a bodily function so I had no problems writing about this because I have been talking about these things with friends and uh, people in my life. Like some of them got annoyed, but that doesn't deter me because it's like, no, these things need to be talked about. When they approached me about this idea about writing about bodily functions, I figured nobody wants to hear about my bad knees. But then it was about this. And then I got very excited all of a sudden. Like, yeah, well, this is, this is more of a universal thing. So. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, it was difficult for me in some places. Um, I think all of these books are going to have very difficult parts. And, you know, you just have to allow yourself to sit there with those emotions and try to write from a place of emotion. I think that's where true honesty comes from, you know, no filters. Yeah, so, yeah, some of it is very hard. I haven't, uh, you know, written the review, the review that I want to write on my blog and for Buzz, but I think I spoke to Binati about it. And it, this question is especially for Anna and Binati, because you guys had experiences, you wrote about your experiences when you were in school. And I told Binati that I don't relate to this at all. Because for some reason, I recognized my own privilege. For me, periods was very normalized. And I think I yeah, I had this conversation with Binati. I told her that there's this one day I learned the word chums and I told my mom I, in school and I told my mom I was chumming and she just looked at me and she said, what? And 
then i told her what i meant and she said so call it periods why do you have to call it chums <laughs> and when i speak to my friends about it my friends thankfully have been one of the, those open minded people who don't really hide it and they have made people uh, you know rather uncomfortable with all their truth bombs so how do we propose it for you to go back revisit those memories from childhood and then tell us these stories especially when you're a school child and your parents were perhaps not expecting you to get your periods at a certain time <laughs> i know it the words mean different things in different parts of the world <laughs> anna take this take this first then i'll blab on about me later are you there anna anna can you hear us mm. uh oh <laughs> was, the internet is down in um potato uh, net <laughs> yeah potato net i i'll, I'll answer it uh, then yeah. while we wait That's for right. to come back on yeah uh, i mean it wasn't difficult it, it was uh, difficult won't be the word but like it was a uh, uh, little infuriating to go back to the past because you think that uh, people uh, you know and it, like you expect adults to behave like adults uh, especially out of frustration you have as young people cause uh, you're like when i'll be an adult this won't be a problem all that blah 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 and you expect people who are actual adults to have those kind of epiphanies mm-hmm. as well and like there's this anger at some point that you know why are certain things not normalized like guys you used to go through this as well and why why didn't you fight back or whatever and like they, we don't have the hindsight uh, that comes by you know uh, becoming an actual adult so looking back uh, it was it was infuriating like not difficult but for me it was infuriating because uh, again this this comes back to that conversation that we had uh, about privilege i mean i am privileged in the kind of family that i'm born into where uh, i'm not uh, smacked for trying to talk talk uh, my facts and truths uh, out loud not just to the immediate family but to the extended family as well like they make faces but they they don't uh, outright uh, ask me to submit or whatever you know so it was infuriating but uh, i think it was something that had to be done as i said because to this date I, i have this little girl who used to live above me now they live in mumbai uh, but like she she cannot talk to her mother and her elder sister about her periods and her mother is a progressive lady right so <laughs> it's like uh, yeah uh, it was infuriating but uh, definitely something that had to happen uh, take it on anna Let me see. Um, Do you guys can can you guys hear me now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yay! Finally. Thank you. I was trying to answer earlier, but it just wouldn't have it. It wouldn't have it. Anna and technology. It's a, it's an ongoing story for the, my entire <laughs> life. Today I had a meeting with a client, and I was supposed to turn the TV on. I was unable to turn a TV on. So there you go. <laughs> and now i can't work out a microphone but um i'll get there <laughs> i know i'll get there that's our fifth book anna and the, no uh the troubles with technology how technology. should we call it technology yeah yeah Te- technology 
So yeah, I, I wanted to share because you asked about uh, the emotions that came came up while writing these things. And for me, it's quite, quite deep because um, what happens is, especially when I was really young, I had a lot of pain. Uh, so this, the periods were not just about a thing, oh, I'm a female and this is happening to me. It was really, really traumatic, like to the point of throwing up, to the point of being incapacitated. You know, I couldn't do anything in that first day, uh, not to mention terrible headaches beforehand and so on. So um, going back there, right, to that experience as a very, very young uh, person because I, I started at 12 and to deal with that that level of pain and discomfort and you know having to hide all that because I think that's the biggest thing you are told that people are not supposed to know that you're going through this and we are still taught that and you know there are people that have issues still as grown-ups and they still have to go on as nothing is happening whereas mm -hmm. they feel like they're they're like dying or they they're in terrible pain so i think that's that's one of the things that i was really uh, i really wanted to talk about because i think it's one of the advantages of speaking out about this because if you talk about it look i'm going through this now it's uncomfortable it's it can be just a little bit uncomfortable or it can be completely incapacitating and you're like you can talk about it you can say this is going on with me or like i'm doing now with my husband he knows that i'm going a bit crazy beforehand a week mm. before because i have one of these pmses that is like Whoa. and he goes like you want some chocolate <laughs> do you want a glass of red wine hang the beef it's yeah. like just like stay away from me let me feed you yeah. <laughs> stay away yeah. do you know what though this taps back into Bernati's stories and something that i really appreciated um within the end result of it was seeing a common three theme that was thread through each and every one of her stories even if they didn't seem to connect in a certain way and that was that she highlighted in every single one either a moral or a cultural or societal theme that needs addressing yeah, yeah. and just kind of drove the point home with like a lot of humor and articulateness and stuff but yeah yeah but still a learning point, yeah. Yep. I have 10 heads now. <laughs> my, next <laughs> is for, uh, my next question is for Esby. Mm -hmm. Yes. How did you decide on the stories that you wanted to tell? Like, I'm sure those were not the only stories that we read. Like, the cycle one had me burst out laughing. <laughs> the first, very first story, the one that starts the entire narrative and I'm like oh my god another one <laughs> I'm sure those are not oh, the only stories you had up your that sleeve, so wound us the fuck up that phrase the cycle I, I legitimately had dozens to choose from so like where does one go with so I figured yeah right <laughs> I thought, okay. so let me do this chronologically I figured I'm going to start from the earliest memory I have of having any knowledge of this phenomenon whatsoever, 
which was in school and then, you know, getting punched in the stomach for having the temerity to ask a question about the, the topic and, uh, you know, seeing my esteemed classmate shuttled off as if, you know, she just had some kind of an aneurysm or something. And it was, it was it just, I was completely blown away by what happened. And then at that point it was actually explained to me. So that, that was an impression that was left in my mind. And then I thought, okay, what can I contribute that I know men and women can both relate to? The snafu stories, the, the, I, God, I can't believe that just happened. Get me the hell out of here. Don't ever call me again stories. And a whole lot of people around the world have had those stories. So I figured I'm going to reach into the vault, pull up the archives and share those with the world and see what kind of reaction it gets. Yeah, they were great to read. Mm. They were interesting to experience, Great. so I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> now, uh, so all of you were writing different stories, right, or from different time periods, like when you were kids, when you were adolescents, when you started relationships. Mm -hmm. Who decided on the flow of where is where you're going to put what story and how? <laughs> every, because you know, when you read it as a writer, I can see that somebody has put a lot of thought. Oh, okay, my cat has gotten my microphone. Stop it. Sorry, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be a part of this interview. By the way, he is a chief cuddle officer and the owner of Buzz Magazine. Oh, great. Yep, he is. He has a higher position than I do, so. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, when I read it like a writer, I can figure out that somebody has taken great thoughts into weaving it together. So it flows like a very good narrative. I know what to expect from all of you. The tone has been set. How difficult was that? Or did you guys decide beforehand that these are the stories we are looking at? No, it was effortlessly easy. Um, and the stories came in at random points different themes, different orders. It was absolute chaos, but um, <clears throat> it was so, so easy to just define something beautiful from it. And it's the same with the love book. I was legitimately, oh, I can't remember, Benati will be able to confirm or deny. Um, it was like a day I think it was only yesterday that I was at a point of like, we were starting to edit and I'm like, there is nothing here. It's complete chaos. How the fuck does this come together? And then our honorary co-author this time started sending in her stories um, late as usual. <laughs> um, but just dropping them, boom, 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 boom. And I'm just like, there it goes, there it goes, there it goes. And I'm like, oh, I see an end product in this. Um, but yeah, that's that's my side of it. But I cannot own like even half of it because it was not just me. That's just um, my contribution to it. Yeah. Wait, Mel, shouldn't stories about people being late be in the first book? <laughs> true, true. Oh, uh, I did kind of tap on that. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. The, oh, yeah, the, the, one of Sudeshna's, I think, favorite stories. 
the emergency was the the on the spot vasectomy one that oh, goes into that that was legit laughing yeah absolutely like as with every story that i ever tell there is no um fabrication no you know trying to magnify it no it's just the god's honest truth and yeah i think that's where a lot of humor comes from it's just like having to laugh at <laughs> the shit situations and emotions and stuff that we go through and our human reactions to them yeah but yeah i i absolutely would have completely fucking yeah chopped them off right there and then <laughs> that would have been the sound he made <laughs> what did you learn how difficult was uh, you know bringing it all together what did we learn yes um i think that myself and benati are the ones who learned the most we learned how process. we need to be a little bit more rude mm-hmm. and yep. demanding so like we need it <laughs> and and possess sudeshna like qualities hello <laughs> yeah. Yes. We learned that books are worth collaborating on and writing if it means Sudeshna gets to read them. Yeah. <laughs> that too. That too. Uh, yeah, I quite agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'll take this opportunity to say kudos to Mel and Binati and thank you so much for all your hard work as you guys went Whoa, the, that those days of no sleep and editing and <laughs> thank Two you for that. Two days living hell. You're so yeah. welcome. Yeah. But, but, but maybe not any time. Yeah. We 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 learned from that experience and like this time we are prepared in advance with like uh, you know we have paced ourselves. <laughs> We've got advance templates, documents. Everything is on. Fleek in advance, so like the only thing left exactly. is go through the words. Benati, yeah. Do you actually know what timeline we are actually on for this book? I don't want to know. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> two days, two days for the Kindle final version to go up for the pre-order to go live. Two days. Oh right. no. Yeah. It's going to history is going to repeat itself You're as welcome. it does. But, oh. but we are prepared this time. Oh yeah. And <laughs> we are, we are masochists. We love the shit, yes. so. Yes. Intentionally, subconsciously. <laughs> it's amazing though because I mean editing is kind of like, you know, hosting your in-laws. It's just a lot of hard work. and it's a lot of sleepless nights for absolutely no payoff whatsoever except uh, getting people yeah. to yell yeah. at you. Oh yes. I mean there could there could be a payoff like uh, we can skim some of the top of the profits. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cunning. But no, no. That is a lie. That is a lie. There there is not not 
no kind of like payoff from it for us because we get to do this together and yes, we have done this separately right? alone and lived that hell with nobody and then we spend like eight hours at a time on zoom live editing yes. just yes. not even talking and then like having some fun trying to break things up asking certain people to entertain us and being completely disappointed in them somebody from today who is on this call who i shall not mention mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we we find our fun and that is what sustains sustains us and that is why the two-day edit was possible because we're fucking awesome you know yeah and we we use other people for our own pleasure Um, (laughs) i think it was a great bonding experience as well oh hell yeah that solidified our sister bond didn't it yeah it did pretty much nothing brings you together like a shared torture experience <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'm done now I'm done. like stockholm syndrome Talking more now. more more books more editing please torture me more <laughs> well, monthly well, hell yeah already the fourth we wish you guys all the best with the next book it was a great pleasure talking to all of you and shark week was a fantastic read we'll have the review up soon and we will yeah. share the podcast as soon as it goes live Thanks guys. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye.